Hello, Finale fans. Hello, Finale friends. Hello, Finale visitors. It's the Series Finale Podcast, the only podcast where three comedians discuss the final episode of a show they've never even seen. I'm Zach. I'm Jack. And I'm John Cena, and we just killed Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Killing Osama Bin Laden. It's kind of about that. We watch a show about Afghanistan. Was it from the American perspective? No. It was from the British perspective. Prince Harry, he was a troop. That's why I tolerate him, even though now he's a tabloid <laughs> freak who I don't respect and I don't support the monarchy. Prince Harry should have led an invasion on Buckingham Palace to overthrow the ruling class. Will you say, will you, will you thank him for his service, though? I would thank him for his service, yes. Really? Well... We should uh, introduce this month, right? This is our first episode of our our classic Stolen Valor July month. The series finale salutes to the armed forces, I guess, this year all across the world. Yeah, we're not, we're not all, <laughs> as Jack says, give it up for both sides. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll do an episode on the British Army. We'll mm-hmm. do an episode. We'll, we'll probably do an episode on... The Republican Guard from Iraq. <laughs> the Iraqi Republican Guard. When the invasion of Iraq was happening in 2003, I was out of high school and I was living in Bakersfield, California. There were so many news stories about how, like, we were invading Iraq. It was going swimmingly, you know. This is this is what the news stories were like. It's going really good. We're doing great. We're getting... Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. But they, before mission accomplished, even... It, they, the news media was like, there's like a boss level, and it's mm. the Iraqi Republican Guard. Did and you that's because yes, they, I remember And this. that's because they knew, even then they knew that Republicans were bad. <laughs> <laughs> Did the, you ever visit with a recruiter, John Paul, during that time? Not during that time. I, I, re, I went to, I, I was... I was catcalled by a, a marine recruiter <laughs> when I was living in Santa Barbara, California. Literally catcalled off the street. What did he say to you? I'm on a skateboard. I'm skateboarding <laughs> to my job at a gro- at a drugstore, and this guy's in a truck, and he pulls up next to me, and he starts catcalling me. And this is but be- this is before uh, don't ask, pe- don't tell was revealed. <laughs> <laughs> this is before people were trained on like the right way to respond to catcalling. You know, you just pump up the earbuds and keep walking or you or you do what you want but in your case the response was go with him to the recruiter's office i did go i like went and talked to them more and then they were like well you'd have to lose a lot of weight <laughs> <laughs> oh really yeah and i was like you know what fuck that if the if the marines don't want me as i am then forget it if you if you can't love me at my least fit, you don't deserve me at my most. Yeah, why am I gonna why am I gonna go kill babies for the evil republic when they won't let me do it as a fat guy? Not worth it. <laughs> do you think that now that you could probably sue them now if they said that? No, you could. <laughs> uh, definitely, there, there was, it's definitely you could definitely sue them and win because of SJWs. That's Dude, definitely because true. Because of SJWs and critical, <laughs> a lot of people are talking about critical race theory in the military, but the real danger is critical waste theory. <laughs> 
which says you're not allowed to discriminate on weight or uh, I think belt a, size. A healthy at any size army would be pretty intimidating. Absolutely. Because they would be so powerful and confident. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'd be too busy lounging at the beach in their sexy bikinis all, uh, all summer. Well, that would be the uniform. Just that bikini that doesn't fit at all. <laughs> um so we're talking Our Girl, which is a BBC uh, television production that came out, like I think, in the last 10 years. Yeah, it ended in March of 2020. It caused corona. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all about a young woman and her, her navigating the British armed forces. She's a medic in the British Army. She's oh, her, she's a medic? Yeah, she's a medic. What's uh, her name? That like, didn't come up in no, the episode that I watched. Well, let's well let's get this out of the way. Did you what episode did you guys watch? I downloaded from Amazon Prime BritBox, a British Anglophile streaming service, and okay. watched season four, episode eight. It's okay. I believe that is the last episode. We'll see. We'll what, see. Well, what? Maybe what I happened? watched the wrong episode. Yeah, we might have watched it, it. This one was a confusing one. Was there find. a guy in a hospital? A white guy who wore a black T-shirt. Maybe did it? Did the episode open with a big meeting where the British forces are talking about like a big hotshot American guy, guy coming through? Are the elections about to happen? No. Do you remember Chad Hoori and was someone's child abducted and they were going to get back? Chad I sent Hoori's. you the link to the one that we watched, but I don't like to pirate. I don't know how. It's you click the link. <laughs> Just click the fucking link. I got it. I watched it on Amazon. What happened in your episode? Our episode was a unibomber. Yeah, there was a, in our episode or a suicide there, bomber. There was like a traitor within the Afghani police, police forces, yeah. and he was like going to turn on them and execute this. The Afghani there's going to be these big Afghani elections. Yeah, and so there's this big American hotshot coming through, and there's like this, uh, there's this like mole, this Afghani guy who's like uh, going to assassinate him. And it's also the final episode of the series is what we there watched. There was no... <laughs> what season was it? So it's very confusing. It's very In confusing. fairness to Zach, this was a confusing... It was very confusing. So it's listed online as season four, like episode eight, I think. Okay. But when I, when I, when I got it from my pirate site, it was listed as season five, episode six. But... What I did was I went to all the our girl they had and just got went to the last one and that that was it. I just watched my girl actually. <laughs> <laughs> you watch Macaulay Culkin get k- taken out by bees. He can't see without his glasses. You know that's a that's something they don't talk about is in SJW culture. You know they used to be able to cast bees as villains in movies and now everyone loves them. Nah, Jerry know. Seinfeld changed that. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld changed the culture around bees, but uh, not around dating high schoolers. <laughs> There's only so much culture he can change. <laughs> we stand with Jerry. No, <laughs> don't stand with Jerry. I don't stand with, or I don't stand on Jerry. I'm not involved. You don't tread on him? I don't get involved. Just by living in New York City, the, the town that he declared dead, you're standing against them. No, Jerry declared it alive. Yeah. What? James Altucher declared it dead, and Jerry wrote in an op-ed to the New York Times. Dude, I got that totally flipped. Mm -hmm. Jerry loves New York. Yeah, he loves it. He loves Long Island. That's where he he grew up. He lives way out there, yeah. Yeah. Really? Me too. We're doing this podcast from his house. (laughs) 
Oh, girl. It's... So I, I just, like, I don't know that I did the wrong thing, you know? You, I mean, you watched the episode that is... You didn't watch this, the final episode of the show, it looks sounds like. There was not a marriage proposal between a beautiful woman. <laughs> no. no. In ours, he's dead. <laughs> he dies in a suicide bomb. Or an ID or something. And, uh, yeah, he's taken out. But that's okay. So our the final episode is what really takes place is... Um, there's a the, it, there's the election thing. Then there's the traitor. Then the the big climax though is there's a suicide bomber in the hospital, and he's like gonna ruin everything. And he's like the Americans ruined everything. And then his like buddy, this chick, I think his name is Molly. She's the main. She's our girl. Wait, our wait, girl. wait. What race is Molly? I don't want to. I don't want to comment. <laughs> I don't see she's race. British. <laughs> hey, people from Britain can be any race. She's British then, and she's uh she's native Brit. She's a Native American British. She's indigenous. She's indigenous. <laughs> <laughs> she's Cherokee British. <laughs> and you go, why don't you? Why don't you ever smile in your photos, Molly? Because we never did. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, that's shout out to Notorious Cree. Notorious Cree, famous yeah. IG native activist. <laughs> And so yeah, Molly is Molly is uh, she's British. She's an army. She's a medic. She's been on a psych evaluation, and she's just coming off of it. And it's I, I think in this episode you can kind of see maybe why she's doing psych evaluation. The uh, there's a big election coming up in Afghanistan, and elections are turbulent times. And while they're sitting there talking about the turbulence of the election, a huge explosion goes off nearby. Yeah, it's and always that explosion was fans. Warmly welcoming Andrew Yang, presidential candidate <laughs> for <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> That'd be sick. No, the explosions were the were the was the the immolation of Trump ballots in huge election rigging in <laughs> Afghanistan. Yang was running on UBI, Universal Burqa Income. <laughs> Everyone gets a burqa a week. <laughs> that would that would solve so many problems. You know, I, that's what I like to see. I like to see treat the the treat the problem, not the symptom. Mm. That's what he's doing. <laughs> It, that's not, not a bad idea for Yang because he just lost the mayoral candidacy. Well, he's, he has dropped out, right? He dropped yeah. out. But so that doesn't mean he's lost. He no? definitely lost, John Ball. You're holding on to hope it in a way no one else It is. doesn't mean he's lost because he, the election hasn't happened. No, it has. Recount. <laughs> <laughs> Stole, rigged election. Stolen. Why doesn't he move to a, like a foreign country and try to like run for president so there? So he should renounce his U.S. citizenship <laughs> and sort of just try to become a power mad dictator in another nation. You're kind of you're kind of setting him on like a Doctor Doom path, where he becomes a cartoonish supervillain dictator of a country. I think it's a pretty good look. I think he should attempt it. I think that's not bad either because he does have sort of cartoonishly grandiose plans, like a supervillain does. You know, like his he thinks big. UBI is a good idea. I would love UBI. I want the assigned. Uh, Ima- I, want, I want the assigned. I want the assigned romantic partners. <laughs> what are you imagining, Jack? If you what you would do with your UB? Yeah, imagine the studio we could get, boys. I mean, most of us don't have to imagine. The doll has been pretty thick and steamy this year. <laughs> I like the. I like that description. Um, so. Molly, though, the big scene is when Molly Molly's like having a conversation with this Iraqi police officer who she's become friends with. A cab. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I wonder if uh, if Afghani police are a cab. 
if you can Af- if you can a cab someone in an Afghani defense force. or if a cab over there means Afghani cops are based. <laughs> <laughs> so she's become friends with him, and then it turns out he's actually going to blow up a hospital, and um, he which sounds bad, but, but you got to look like at a him, nice guy. You got to look at him from his perspective, and that he's. He wants the U.S. out af- of Afghanistan, and he right. says that the United States doesn't have the Afghanistan's people's best interests at heart, which is surely true. That was actually a mistranslation, though. He like didn't say United States; he was saying North American. He was actually referring to Canada, <laughs> and they they there were grotesquely long wait times at the <laughs> Afghani hospital. Yeah. So he was gonna bomb it just to move up his appointment. <laughs> So she, he's like he's. It's an intense scene, and he basically is like the 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 doctor here is uh is giving out information to the Americans. He's a spy. He's telling the tal. He's telling the Americans where the Taliban is, and she's like, "No, he's not. He's not doing that. He wouldn't do that. And you're my friend, and I love you. <laughs> and that's oh, like let me get some schnitzel. <laughs> no, she's like, I love she's, you. She's oh, we can all be right good friends, like, can't we? Yeah. We'll take the lift up to me flat and watch a little footy. Yeah, and so then she's like, take your finger off the red button. Take it off. And he's like, I'm so sad. And then he ta- he's, he talks a little different, but he's like... <laughs> I uh, she he takes his finger off the butt and yeah. then she talks him down off the she ledge. She talks him down off the ledge. It's a beautiful scene. We have d- we have seen a scene sort of similar to this in another Stolen Valor July episode, the episode of Navy Seals with David Boreanaz. This reminded me of of Seal Team. Yeah, where the, in that in that one there was a guy the with an S vest as they call it, but the guy and David Boreanaz was gonna pull a Molly gonna talk him down but then the bad uh then the bad seal shot the terrorist so he was bad and in this one it's the bad doctor the bad doctor shoots him in the head but then in the end of the episode the bad doctor's like you know i had to do it and she's like no you didn't and then he's (laughs) like yeah i did and she's like is it true that you're giving out information about where the taliban is and he's like uh if if i see caches of weapons i have to turn them in you know it's the right thing to do. And she's like, no, they don't trust us. And then he's like, well, maybe when I'm in Britain at a conference, we can meet up. And she's like, okay, I'll see you there. <laughs> yeah, I think that was going to be like a hookup thing. I, Definitely. It felt, it felt sexual, for sure. Especially you just had that intense moment uh, together. Yeah. That's going to heighten the if orgasm. You think you bring an S vest for one of the partners to wear during the erotic play? Oh, a man. sex vest. A sex vest. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the S-Vest beat. Got your finger on the button. Yeah, that, a sex vest is a good idea. Um, but yeah, so that whole... In, that, I thought that scene... This show's pretty lame, but that scene was pretty good. I, I, thought, I found it interesting. Yeah, and I think it's kind of prescient that we picked this show to watch. Uh, a show about the horrible mess and mire that has been the war in Afghanistan for our basically our entire adult lives. And the those U.S. soldiers are scheduled to be pulled out of Afghanistan in September, right? Yeah, but they're riding out on F-150 Lightning, so they <laughs> might make it out early. <laughs> this sucker can fly. Dude, you know what's an interesting theory that I've gotten into a little bit is um, all this new information about UFOs and, like, aliens. Yes, mm-hmm. Tom go- DeLonge. The, gov- the government is, like, pushing that narrative because... 
people are over these wars and they're not going to be able to like <laughs> get the defense contracts to keep them going. So they're creating this like sort of hubbaloo about the uh, about UFOs and they're letting more people know about them because they are looking to like keep the money coming in for those contracts. Who I, told you that? Uh, a barstool comment. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the military industrial complex mm-hmm. that is creating the the video, the new unclassified videos of UFOs. They're, yeah, they're creating sort of this. What do you new think of the videos? Panic. Did you guys watch the one where it went into the water? And I didn't. I didn't watch any of that stuff. No, I just read if the comment the, if, and took it as fact. If it's not on Pornhub, I don't watch streaming <laughs> video. It probably is on Pornhub. But, to be <laughs> it's like it's like. It's like hard spaceship plunges deep into slick ravine. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's an interesting thing. Gone sexual really stepbrother. <laughs> yeah, definitely a stepbrother alien. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really get into the alien thing very much. I just don't like, I don't think Do you guys matters. believe in extraterrestrial life? Yeah, yes. definitely. But I don't think they're here. Do You don't believe they visited Earth? No, no, yeah. not at all. I, I kind of believe in the zoo hypothesis. What's that? The zoo hypothesis hypothesizes that the reason we have not been contacted by intelligent aliens is because uh, intelligent aliens look at us as like a, a species to be studied and not contacted. Really? Yeah, like, we're like so primitive, you know. Really? They look at us like zoo animals. Can they see everything we do? Everything. Oh my god. <laughs> they probably can't see through walls, but maybe they could. I don't know. Whoa. That'd be freaky. I mean if you're if there are species that can come up with technology to travel maybe fast and light, I don't see why they can't see through walls and see what you're jerking it to. What do you think they'd look like? That's a good question. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> like um what do you the most maybe the most famous aliens that have been designed by humans have been like E. T. and the right? little green men. The greys. Yeah, right. The, 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 those, like, grey things. There's the alien from Aliens. An alien, that's a scary one. That one's scary. That one I don't like. Um, yeah, you wouldn't want it to look like that, especially if not if they were, like, really cool and fun to be around. If they looked like that, it would still it, it freak be, you out. It would be so gross. <laughs> it would be very hard. And then you would have, like, you know. What if, like, what if those aliens integrated into our society and then, like, you know, SJWs would be like, <laughs> you need to treat them exactly the same. You and know. then, like, well, then, like, you you go out to, like, for a drink with your friends, and, like, the one of them's dating an alien. And, like, she's, and she's that like... That would be grooming, though. There's always a power <laughs> imbalance between an alien and a human. <laughs> no, well, I would be like, this guy, this alien is a groomer, and <laughs> you should break up with him. Well, then you'd be like, this alien is a predator. And he'd be like, excuse me, I'm not a predator. I'm an alien. Yeah. And predator they, is a different species. I'm not a predator. I'm Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know someone's dating the alien, and you're, everyone's like, "Why are you acting so weird right now?" And you're like, "It's um, I just ate something weird at work, so that's all it is." <laughs> I think that the it, it would be one of those things that you're like, it would be kind of uncomfortable because your friend would have to let you know that like, hey, just want to let you know, like, I know you're meeting my girlfriend tonight. She is an alien, so. Don't be freaked out when she's all slimy. They'd probably slime. be secret lovers, like, um, like Shape Jack. of Water. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> We're basically doing the Shape of Water plot here. I guess. No, because I don't think that was an alien. It's a fish. And it was, and it was so secret. We're talking about like the social dynamics of like We're you go to a bar and you're going to hang out for an hour, but then you're like shocked because one of the people you're supposed to hang out with is an alien. <laughs> and it looks weird. <laughs> We're kind of more doing like uh, what's that? At t- t- 
the the South African movie. Ter- oh, District 19. District 19. Where yeah. they're like, what we would really do if aliens moved down here, we would just put them in a slum immediately. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the classic sci-fi trope of using aliens as a way to talk about real life segregation and 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 Paul and like. And polyamory, you polyamory, said? yeah, <laughs> real life second polyamory. How we should, how sci-fi? Wow, sci-fi really should explore more polyamorous concepts. It does seem like a futuristic relationship style. The polyamory style, yeah, yeah to be polyamorous, yeah, because yeah. it seems alien to a lot of people to to like have someone fuck your wife and be, <laughs> and think that's the greatest. I was yeah. kind of thinking that our girl, like that could be our girl. Whose that's girl <laughs> is it? The girl of. My my girl and my wife's boyfriend girl. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you think maybe she sort of has sex with the entire unit? I hope not. Yeah, I disavow any kind of harassment in the uh, armed forces. No harassment, but we do uh, we support polyamory in the armed forces. Queen bee style in fact, too. All bases should just be one giant couple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the Spartans felt that way with their sexual relationships on the battlefield. Right. They you like have sex with the man who shared a shield with you to bond, you know? Really? I think so. I might be making it up. This might be from a YouTube comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've heard that too. I've heard that too. That uh, that they to 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 form that super intense bond, they would fight and they would fuck together. That's why when people are always like, "Oh, corporate pride, pride is so corporate." Now I'm like. Dude, pride should be about the military-industrial complex. Like that's where it all started. You know? Yeah, I think it would be kind of annoying though, because if you were the bottom, the top is probably gonna use the shield more than you are. No, I think if you're the bottom, like you would be carrying the shield, and then the top would be shooting arrows or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. It would be, you know, it 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 is a good way to develop a friendship for sure. Yeah, anal sex. (laughs) But maybe it's not, right? Because, like, penetrative sex between a man and a woman is not really a good way to develop a friendship. It's a good way to develop a romantic Yeah, but that's because women ruin it. (laughs) (laughs) Your boy would be understanding. Do you think you could become closer friends with a man through sex? Yeah, definitely. If you could... (laughs) Definitely. If you could, like... uh, If you could completely divorce it from emotional connection... And just use it as like a fun, t- uh, like a fun time together. Definitely. Is it fun though, or is it strenuous? Bottoming. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's supposed to be fun. I don't know. I've never done it. Well, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had a moment in my life Are where serious, <laughs> where I sort of joined the military. Well, I did too, and dude. then there was some sort of betrayal. Yes, you know, nice. I joined the British Army because um, I joined the I joined the British Army because everyone in my family for six generations had fought for the British except for my actual grandpa. He was a un, he was a, unfortunately a um, a Third Reich sympathizer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh wow, wow. Yeah, that was not good. Lock him up. Yeah, dude. I was. Elated to get to go out. It was out. a different time. Yeah, it was. I was elated to get, you know, that you're, you're looking through it. You have 2020 19, vision on it. You 1989, know? things exactly. are different. <laughs> I was elated to get to go to the Middle East and check out the, the, the ladies. I found out the heyday. Oh, man, my handwriting is so bad and has gotten so much worse recently. 
I found out that I found out the hard way. I was only there for the per, for the for her purposes. Oh, you're really struggling to yeah, read this. Yeah, I'm sorry. I found out the hard way. I was only there for war purposes and not pussy purposes. Nice. <laughs> After months of doing pull-ups in the hot sand and playing uh, blanket snakes with my bunkmates at night, we were sent on a mission with none other than Chris Kyle. Ooh, American Sniper. Yes. Our mission... Uh, our mission... <laughs> uh, to our mission was to learn about the Taliban by ki- oh okay our mission was to send a le- send teach a lesson to the Taliban by killing as many innocents as possible that night we let the Taliban know who the fuck we were <laughs> when we came back to our barracks we played cards and drank and Chris uh, showed. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Maybe your <laughs> handwriting was affected by war. <laughs> <laughs> Chris showed us his sick Punisher tattoo. Nice. And laid out a business plan to make extreme coffee for men, <laughs> not pussies. Ah, nice. <laughs> I thought he was the man. I fell asleep, but I woke up to some noises. I opened the tent to find Chris Kyle committing. Buggery with Prince Henry. Oh yes. my Prince God! Harry. I gasped and joined in. I love the military, <laughs> and I had a jolly good time <laughs> in the Middle East. <laughs> wow! Did you Roger Prince Harry? I Roger. <laughs> we Rogered all night. <laughs> I also joined the British military, um, not for any reasons of patriotism, <laughs> but for reasons of necessity. Living in England was an absolute hellhole. <laughs> Because of socialized medicine, I had to wait a wicked long time to get seen for any kind of uh, medication, and the taxes were so high, I could not afford to travel. I decided my only way to travel would be to join the British military and deploy on a mission to Afghanistan. Because Britain was not really very important in Afghanistan, and they didn't really need to be there at all, we were just there to massage Tony Blair's ego, (laughs) I was made an interpreter even though I was unable to speak Arabic. (laughs) I would Oh, Farsi. Sorry. Sorry. Come on. Sorry. Cancel me. Farsi. (laughs) Farsi. That was also the problem. They assigned me to be an Arabic interpreter when they really spoke Farsi. (laughs) So I would walk around from house to house and try and speak in Arabic. I mean, Farsi. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was unable to do so. But the Afghanis loved my British accent. They had seen Love Actually many times and would always geek out when I would say, Tuesday, Tuesday. On Tuesday, we'll be nuking this house. Please move. Tuesday. However, it all came crashing and burning when one day I stopped by the mosque and told them that next Tuesday... We would be coming to pray with them and join. Nice. However, it was the first day of Ramadan. It was mid-afternoon, and the imam was hungry. He heard me say Tuesday and thought I was mocking him in his decision to fast. However, because the Islam is the religion of peace, he did not retaliate but did write a strongly worded letter <laughs> to the British military. I was re- removed from my post and sent back to Britain, where I was finally able to afford ass implants. 
So did the, they they loved Love Actually. They really liked it. Yeah. And they what did they get bootleg DVDs? They had bootleg um <laughs> like DVDs that they would play on PS2. <laughs> wow, I'm really surprised that the the um the British Army was so receptive to a negative letter from the the enemy yeah at the one time. letter got you <laughs> kicked out huh? the british army famously reads all letters takes all feedback <laughs> <laughs> that's because i also joined the british army like i was molly and our girl i grew up in manchester england and i loved fo- footy i was a dedicated manchester united fan and a and a right jolly old soccer hooligan every week i would go to the stadium and pick fights folding magazines into clubs and finding elderly supporters of other football teams and beating them savagely before I head down to the pub to get pissed on a few pints. <laughs> One night, I got into it with an 81-year-old bloke who was wearing a Cristiano jersey, and I smashed an ale bottle over his noggin. An army recruiter saw that I was incredibly violent and recruited me into a special elite unit called MI69. The leader of MI69 was Princess Diana who had faked her own death as part of the process of becoming the leader. I was, the given co- I was given the code name H-A-E-S, or Haas, because of my beefy physique. Haas. Though I was not hell for every size, I was hate at enemy soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Die told us our mission was to pose as effeminate Afghan men and infiltrate an Afghanistan terrorist cell to get, into, to get info on the hideout of Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. I wondered how we could pull off this mission since nobody in MI69 was from the region or could speak Farsi. <laughs> <laughs> Dai told us we would figure it out or she would have a, her trained paparazzi squad run us off the road and within hours, I was getting into character, playing a sexually fluid goat herder out for some late night herding slash cruising. <laughs> I took my goats onto the <laughs> Afghani insurgent compound and immediately started asking hooded men with AKs if they liked boys, until I found my target. He was open to my advances, and I took, him into ex- I took him into his room, where I began to discuss extreme kinks. He took me to a private room. We stripped nude and began with docking. <laughs> then we engaged in water sports, plug play, and caning, and I asked him if he wanted to try the most extreme kink of all. I pulled out a watercolor set and canvas, and told him to paint the Prophet Muhammad. Wow. He was instantly hot. Damn. And began to paint. The cops are coming to arrest me because this is such (laughs) incendiary speech. He was instantly hot and began to paint a stunning portrait of the Prophet as I called him a dirty little infidel. As he painted, I searched his cabinets and secured the info. Once I had it, I grabbed the painting and ran out into the complex nude, halting the painting of Muhammad, I told the insurgents what me and my target had done, and they executed him as I quietly squipped, slipped off with the goats. Wow! And that dude. was in 2002, right? In, in about eight months later, we got we got Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. But you wow. you can't tell by looking at a portrait if it's a portrait of Mohammed. Like someone has to say this is a portrait. That's of what Muhammad. I was doing. <laughs> I say this bloke's Mohammed here. These are actually action figures of Mohammed. <laughs> Peace and blessings be upon the prophet. Salaikum salam. Mubarak Ramadan. Yes. Inshallah. I'd uh, Mubarak. Um, Lahayim. <laughs> <laughs> um, our girl. Did, so I think this show did try to be like sophisticated. You I think so. The BBC tries to make like good shows, and this show, but it did feel like a CBS piece of shit. It felt like a CBSer. 
Yeah, you think that you this could have crossed over with SEAL Team. Yeah, it yeah. was basically the same show. Yeah. This was they tr- this, they were going for prestige television, but they did not succeed. I would I would say that I thought that this was uh, I didn't view it as negatively as you guys did. I thought that uh, first of all, I thought the character I, you didn't see this guy Zach, but I thought the guy who played the uh, the Af- the Afghani police betrayer, the mole. Thought he was very attractive. First of all, was that a was a guy. handsome guy in my episode too. Really, who, it's who, who, a show of hotties. <laughs> what was your handsome guy? He played like a South Asian guy who had an uncle that was involved, and so he yeah. What happened in your episode? We described <laughs> what happened in our the episode. We described what happened in the last episode. What about you who watched just some episode? There's a guy who's in the hospital. And yeah. he's kind of emotional about being in the hospital. Yeah. Then there's some other guys. They go and invade a they place. They say why he's in the hospital? No. Hmm. Too Probably. hung. <laughs> Penis reduction? <laughs> <laughs> and like multiple times, they just end a scene with someone walking away from his bed and saying, get some rest. But he's always <laughs> resting. You know what <laughs> I mean? And so then they have to go to like this South Asian village. And one South Asian troop goes and he brings this other woman and they think that it's his girlfriend, and, you know, and he's like, wow, maybe she should be my girlfriend. So he proposes marriage, and then she's like, you can't propose, we haven't even kissed. So then they make out, Jeez. and he's like really into it. And then she's like, I'm not getting married to you, but, you know, it was a pretty good kiss. <laughs> and then she almost gets killed and loses a tooth in a mission. And then he's like, hey, you better get that fixed before the wedding. And then she's like, again, we're not getting married. So he starts becoming a workplace abuser, which is not good. <laughs> does she say, does she say, we can't get married. We haven't even snogged. She you said, haven't even shagged oh, me. Oh, yeah. We got to knock boots before we can do the. You practice. haven't even shagged me in the fanny. <laughs> Roger me. Roger me in the fanny. What does snagged mean? Shagged. Oh, I thought you said snag. Shag is like British slang. Shag, Austin Powers. Yeah. Boy, might let's roger. You know, before Austin Powers, that was like really underground, you know, unique stuff. If you knew what shagging was, that was pretty cool. Really? Boy, might. <laughs> but then Austin Powers comes along, and then I'll send every middle school teacher's like going to their class, making jokes like, ooh, do I make you horny? <laughs> and, the cl- <laughs> and the class is like, you, no. <laughs> The teacher's like, that's not okay. Well, I won't do that one anymore. When you were, when you were recruited by the officers, you said that they they were saying that you were you would have to lose a bunch of weight. But are you, were yeah. they just talking directly from your cock? <laughs> <laughs> you you got to get a penis reduction. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did they see you shirtless in the office? Yeah, I pulled a Zach Brazow. <laughs> I took my shirt off immediately. <laughs> And then when they said, why'd you take your shirt off? I say, I went, I never take my shirt off. Taking your shirt off (laughs) shouldn't be allowed. (laughs) So you gaslit them. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, immediately. And that's that's one of the big reasons I didn't get in. I was overweight. And I was very prone to gaslighting they my command. They should have made you a spy. Yeah, they would have had to charge me with gaslighting a commanding officer. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made you a really good spy. Because they would be like, the, the, the Taliban, they're like, are you a spy? Like, no, you're a spy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, but as we speak, the, the, Afghanist, the U.S. troops about to pull out of, of Afghanistan. Taliban still not gone. <laughs> Really did not accomplish much over for two decades of war. So, Dude, great work, everybody. 
But what was the goal ever? Unclear. Yeah. <laughs> Unclear if there ever was a goal. It was just to get Osama, wasn't it? Ooh. Which we did. Dude, Zach just slapped me in the face. No, they, got, they just got Osama, Osama which was anti-weebo um, prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to eliminate the world's leading weebo. Well, when I remember when the war first started, it was like, we got to get rid of the Taliban. The Taliban is like an oppressive form of government, and we got to get them out of here. And, you know, we didn't do it. Are they still the government? They're think, yeah. they're they're not the recognized government, but they're like they're not gone. They're still a, they control a lot of right. land. Oh damn, dude! So it's just it hasn't worked out. Just let it be. I you know what is going to happen? You know what they you know the famous thing is they call Afghanistan the graveyard of empires. They really? do. You haven't heard this? Because USSR went down there. USSR went down, and then even before that, other places have tried to like, like Genghis. Yeah, I think maybe other people. A lot of people have gone into Afghanistan and been like, "We're gonna, we got the right idea." Then people should just chill on it. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. (laughs) That's what John Lennon wrote. He wrote it for (laughs) Afghanistan. (laughs) The Taliban's gonna get progressive. They can't hide from SJWs. That's true. They can. Saudi Arabia just let women drive last year. Yeah, I know. So it's SJWs are winning. Yeah, yeah. The the culture war. They're, make, they're making real progress. I think so. I mean, over time, the Taliban, like, Afghanistan will be woke as hell in the next 60 years. Yeah. You can't run It might not it. be. Iran no. was more woke in the 70s than it is today. What's going to happen is, that is Afghanistan will be, like, the last bastion of conservative thought in the, in the world. Joe Rogan and his buddies will fly there. <laughs> to start the only place left where they can do their podcast. But then, what do you know? Once they go there, rent pri- rentals, rentals start going up. Yep. Liberal mindset starts increasing. And all of a sudden... Starbucks moves in. Yeah. <laughs> Gentrification. And then all of a sudden, Joe can't say what he wants to say. It's not right. It's all not this, right. All of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden uh, people kind of clam up when, when Joe and his guests like... Just want to talk about how trans people can't compete in sports. <laughs> Joe's just like, dude, this comedy club in Kabul has <laughs> straight murderers, dude. <laughs> murderers. Uh, why don't we do a meme minute on Our Girl? Our Girl. What a strange name for the show. Hey, I ready? Anakin and Padua. Ready? Oh. Pad- a- Anakin. So the finale is season four, episode eight, right? <laughs> Padme. You did watch the link that I sent, right? Anakin, Anakin. face. You did watch the link that I sent, right? <laughs> That's very that good. That is sick. That's pretty good. Um, let's see here. I got to think on this one. Okay, I got one. George, uh, black power fist, white power fist. Okay. Um, the white power fist is George Bush, his hand. Yes. Black power fist is Tony Blair's hand. Okay, I like w- this. What are they coming together over? Ruining the lives of innocent people in foreign countries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got one. I have Spider Man pointing at Spider Man. Oh God! Okay, nice. one Spider Man. One Spider Man is the USSR. The other Spider Man is the United States. Ooh. And they say you are attacking Afghanistan without a clear goal in mind. And it's going to fail. <laughs> Black a, power fist. That's very good. Governor Ralph Northam of Virginia. Oh, nice. White power fist. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau of Canada. What are they coming over together for? 
using makeup to darken their skin for Halloween parties. <laughs> Do you guys know the meme of Mo throwing Barney out the out, out of Mo's? Uh, try yes. it on me. Yes, I can imagine it. It's like it's like Mo. Th- Mo has Barney, and he throws. Mo is a nickname for Muhammad, by the way. He could have been Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think it's actually he's supposed to be the prophet Muhammad on the show. Yeah, but Hank Azaria played him, and they uh, <laughs> that was a no go. <laughs> Mo has Barney, right, and he throws him out onto the street. But then in the next panel, Barney is like behind Mo again, back inside the bar. So, so Mo is the United States government. Okay. Barney is the Taliban getting thrown out on the street. Next panel, Mo is standing in the doorway, but what's behind him? Barney as the Taliban still in the place. That's, That's pretty good. good. Yeah, that is actually. I'm proud of that one. That's a very. It good took name. so much explaining, but, but I did. It, but it, it worked, and it, it made a prescient point. Yeah. You know about this global political <laughs> situation. Graveyard of vampires, everybody. I I like that t- nickname. We I'll should call. It. We should subtitle our podcast. It should be called Series Finale: Colon Graveyard of Empires. <laughs> we just become an Afghanistan history podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Talking, uh, styling on Stan. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Um. Okay. Uh. AOC in the SUV. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Nice. Um. The Rock driving. What does The Rock say? Hey, AOC, do you want to go? Uh, you want to go watch my, uh, Our Girl? What does AOC say? I don't really like Macaulay Culkin. Nice. <laughs> she doesn't get it. Let me try one of those. Ready? AOC in the SUV. Yes. Uh, or AOC in the F one fifty Lightning. Nice. <laughs> Joe Biden's Secret Service guy is driving. <laughs> Joe Biden says from the fake driver's seat. <laughs> hey, AOC, want to go see Our Girl? AOC, sorry, Uncle Joe, I only have 15 minutes. Our, H-O-U-R. Oh, good. That is good. That is good. I've got, and then um, and then it's and then Joe Biden he gets out of the car and he just runs up to a, a child and he says, "Is this our girl's hair?" <laughs> yep, this is our girl. That's you, good. I was gonna go there too. Smelling Sn- her hair, sniffing hair. We love when Joe sniffs hair. We love it. <laughs> We should just embrace it as a country and be like, it's our thing. Sing. Like, remember, like, Gerald Ford, he loved, like, M&M's? Yeah. And, and, you know, like... We, we should probably... What we should do is make it... We should normalize it by we just... <laughs> whenever When you go out to meet your friends at a bar, when you're mm-hmm. meeting for a movie, hey, what's up? And you just pull in and sniff their hair. <laughs> the, it, the, it's the new... Like instead it, of handshakes... Hey, what's up, Jack? It's good to see you. <laughs> oh, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Jack, w- it's great to see you, buddy. You know what, though? It would be discriminatory idea. to practitioners of the no-poo movement because it would favor no people poo. with fruity fruity shampoo. Oh, oh, no shampoo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fair. But it is probably safer than handshakes yeah. because handshakes are way more germy. Sniff my hair. What do you do if you're both the same height, though? <laughs> Someone's got to get down on a knee. Someone's <laughs> got to take a knee. <laughs> Damn. You got, if you're going to you take a knee for... Standing up for our commander in chief during wartime, which is forever. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny how there has been these like two wars going on for such a long time. And the longest conflicts in the history of the United States. You just never even think about them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> it's, it's not right. That's that's, that's why po- that's why this podcast is the only podcast that reminds its listeners yes. that the war is happening 
every year that the podcast has been in existence. Still in Valor July. Yeah. Thank Still you for celebrating with us. And um, why don't we do Deepak Chopra? Yeah, something we like to have a show. Something. I like the. I liked um, the way the the suicide vest looked was pretty cool. It was like this green tank. You top. think you want to get one? <laughs> I want to get a S vest for sure. But S-vest. yeah, I thought I thought the S vest character plus. Well, it wasn't the character. The guy wearing the S vest, I thought he was cool. Um, I I just liked his whole arc. And then his explosion of his brain. I agree. They really, I, they didn't make him like a cartoonish villain. They gave him motivations that were fair. Fair, yeah. <laughs> Something I liked about and the correct. show <laughs> was this guy basically used his uncle to ask a woman out. And it was nice to see an uncle nephew <laughs> wingman situation. I like that. Yeah. yeah, that is good. I tried Usually that. Usually when uncles are involved, someone's getting sectioned. So it was <laughs> nice to see, you know, romance. Uh, my Deepak Chopra moment was the way that the show was canceled. This show, this was a show that was about to get renewed. It was gonna, it was gonna be uh, a scrub situation. The star Molly, she was gonna leave the show, but they were gonna keep it going without her. It was gonna be like Scrubs season or ten, office. or The Office, or yeah. or X Files. But then I think because of COVID and everything, they just you know what, screw it. We're no, she's leaving. We're just gonna stop. I love that they've done that for a bunch of shows. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, we just realized it's not really worth it. I think yeah. I think it, when COVID hit, it's if a, a TV revealed itself to be really similar to like any office job where yes. people were, where people were just like, you know what, fuck it, we're just not gonna do it anymore. <laughs> Unfortunately, billions did not self. I know. <laughs> By the way, when the last time we were in the studio for a recording session, yeah. they were about to tape billions just outside your yeah. door. Did you get on the did you get a walk on? I did not get a walk on, but you know, in Park Slope you'll see Black Lives Matter uh posters in a lot of windows. I just have billions sucks. <laughs> and that's the message I'm sending. That's how I know cancel culture isn't real. Billions is still on TV. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, let's do a role play. Let's do a role play. I will be the I'll, uncle. I'll be Prince Ari. And I will be uh, the suicide bomber. Hey, thank you for coming to visit me, Mr. Harry. Hey, well, it's no problem. I always love to come see uh, some of me, uh, my, me uh, royal subjects who are me, uh, who are, are laid out. What, what, why, in the, why are you all laid out in, in hospital, as we say, in hospital? Well, I uh, just introduced myself. My name is Roger. Oh, I don't care. Hey, uh, well. Uh, your name's not important. Uh, this is more of a photo op, if anything. So smile. Well, Prince, there's actually a video up here. My name's not Roger. That's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Seems like my escapades out on the field have kind of gotten around here. Mm -hmm. Nurse, close the door, please. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, just as the door, let me get that just as the door is closed. I'm, but I am disrobing, and yeah, I do agree to your uh, That's the proposition DP. we have sex. That's the DP, the director of photography. Uh, do you guys mind if I come in? No, you're the director I don't of mind photography. You. We need you. I don't mind if you come anywhere. <laughs> okay, good, because I've, I've, uh, I've got some bad news for you, boys. What's that? I'm actually here with an S vest on. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're here with the, are you here with a sex vest? Unfortunately, it's the other version. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. I have an SS vest on. <laughs> so <laughs> you you came here to do Nazi kink Rome play with us? And Wait, please and tell me that's not that's from 1929. 
It's an SSS S vest. <laughs> You're gonna have to explain that one to us, mate. Well, it's an SS S. <laughs> is it maybe super? Is it maybe super slim? Uh, super slim. It does look slim. How about a me, super it? soaker? Who wants a wet T-shirt contest? <laughs> oh, don't you 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 you'll hurt the wires on my chest, and then the, the bomb might not work. Oh, oh that someone actually, just squirt your vest. That made it. That made it work. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! What do you give the show? I give it a four. The show sucked ass. I give it a 2.1. Good visuals, nice budget, not great, unclear plot. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a four as well. I don't have a detailed reason as to why. <laughs> Good night, Just America. Just like we didn't have a detailed reason to invade Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs>